Hello everyone, welcome to the Child Healthpedia podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amulya. And today we have two esteemed guests with us, Dr. Vijayanand and Dr. Natasha. Thank you both of you for making over here. November being a World Prematurity Awareness Month, I thought it's best to have the experts in this field. Uh, both of them are neonatologists and they work at Rainbow Children's Hospital, Banjara Hills, and they deal with small babies on a day-to-day -day basis. So thank you so much for taking your time and making over here today. Uh, so before starting the questions, I would like to introduce the guest today, Dr. Yeah. So Dr. Vijayanand, he's a consultant neonatologist at Panjara Hills. He's a graduate of Usmania Medical College and completed his MD in pediatrics from Nilofar Hospital. He's even worked in the UK wherein he took further studies in pediatrics and secured the CCT in pediatrics. He's also a postgraduate certificate in teaching and learning for health profession from Bristol University, UK. And he's published many papers and he's also a teacher to the new DNB students. Hello, Dr. Natasha. So I and Natasha have been colleagues as well. So it's nice to interact with you uh, today on this podcast. So she's also a pediatrician and neonatologist at Rainbow Children's Hospital, Banjara. She's an alumnus of the prestigious Assam Medical College and later pursued her DNV from Rainbow Hospitals. She has a fellowship of neonatology and subsequently joined Rainbow as a faculty. She has special interest in preterm nutrition, breastfeeding, and human milk banking. And she's the lead consultant for Human Milk Bank and Breastfeeding Support Group at Rainbow Children's Hospital. Thank you, Dr. Natasha, for making it today. Thank you, Amulya, for your nice introduction. Yeah. So uh, we thought it's better to raise awareness of prematurity and preterm babies because there are a lot of questions which people do ask and they might not be aware of. So if the information is provided from the right sources, definitely it would be of great help to new parents, uh, for parents uh, who might deliver a preterm baby. So we have seen that in India, around 13% of births in our country could be premature birth and families go through tough times if a baby is born early. The situation of families with three preterm babies is not hard to imagine. So let's start with the basics as what is prematurity and what causes a mother to deliver earlier? What could be the possible reasons which can lead to premature birth? Nitasha, you want to go first or you want me to take? So maybe I'll just introduce about what exactly the prematurity means. So when we talk about prematurity, normally uh, nine months of pregnancy is considered to be 37 to 40 weeks of uh, full-term pregnancy. So any baby mm -hmm. who is born lesser than 37 weeks is considered to be premature. So we can have a prematurity which is uh, early premature. We can have a prematurity which is late premature, like 34 to 36 weeks. We have extreme prematurity, which is less than 32 weeks, and very, very premature babies, those who are even lesser than 26 to 22 weeks. So these are the babies, those who are born early because of various reasons. So maybe uh, maternal reasons can be the cause, maybe the fetal reasons can be the cause, and there can be so many other environmental and circumstantial causes which leads to the prematurity. So maybe Dr. Vijayanand can talk about what can be the causes of prematurity with the mother and with the fetus. Yeah, the, 
Dr. Amulya, as you rightly said, it is a, a serious problem and a significant problem across the globe. The number of premature babies every year uh, in India is very significant. It's the topmost in the world in the, in the number of premature deliveries happen in India. But your question is very appropriate. To deal with the problem, we need to understand why the problem. Yeah. Why does it happen? Hmm. So why does it happen? As Dr. Nitasha nicely said, it could be a problem with the mother. It could be a problem with the baby. Or on occasion, it could be both. So let's, uh, let's look at some of them. The most common reason, as we understand today, is the womb infection, which mother might not even aware that she has the infection. And this infection is so insidious and can lead to a spontaneous onset of preterm labor and eventually delivery. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the common reasons. Or mother have a, a anatomical abnormality where the fetus cannot be accommodated for the complete nine months of pregnancy and can lead to uh, a, a re-delivery. Or mother may be carrying a, a twins or triplets again to physical accommodation of that many uh, babies can be tough so they can be delivered uh, prematurely. So those are the, some of the causes where the mother and some of the reasons where baby having a difficulty itself could initiate uh, the preterm labor. For example, if baby has a difficulty in swallowing the amniotic fluid or the mother's, uh, uh, in the mother's womb, and that can increase the volume of the uh, womb and can terminate the pregnancy prematurely uh, by the sheer physical amount of the fluid in the womb and so on. And there are also indications where the pregnancy has to be terminated either for the maternal well-being or the fetal well-being. If there are certain conditions which are happen only during pregnancy, so the obstetrician make every measure to treat those conditions to prolong the pregnancy as much as possible. But on certain situations, say for example, the lady is having a severe blood pressure problem and they have done all the measures and this blood pressure problem is impacting her health so badly that the only way forward is to terminate the pregnancy. Or there might be a situation where the, the blood supply to the baby is compromised and uh, uh, the umbilical cord twisted around, then there might be a situation where they have to deliver immediately for the fetal well-being. So these are the, some of the uh, common causes why babies born prematurely. Yeah, thank you. So aptly said prematurity could be because of uh, maternal reasons, fetal reasons, it's multifactorial, and sometimes it gets inevitable to continue the delivery to the full term period. And that's when a uh, mother can be taken preterm, you know, uh, before the due date, and uh, then the baby can be delivered uh, preterm before the due date. So thank you for that. Uh, so Dr. Natasha, what is the special care which premature babies need? And do all babies need the same care? Um, yeah, so when we talk about prematurity, I would say each and every baby needs a special care because they are actually special babies, those who are born in the special circumstances. Uh, when we talk about what kind of care, the care starts right at the antenatal period when the mother is going to be delivered premature. So when we start with the thought of premature, 
maturity that the mother has come with some of the risk factors and she might deliver in the next 24 to 48 hours or maybe within few hours, we have to start taking care of the mother by giving some injections which are called as steroids, antenatal steroids, which are very important for uh, the baby's uh, outcomes when the babies are born, their lung maturity, their digestive system maturity, it helps. Any kind of infections in the mother needs to be treated with antibiotics as early as possible, even before the delivery. So this starts right in the antenatal period. And I would say the first golden hour of delivery immediately postnatal is a golden hour of each and every premature baby where it is very important how is the heart rate how is the breathing pattern of the baby what kind of support baby needs uh, their future long-term outcomes depend on that and that is one of the reasons being the neonatologist and the perinatal group we always encourage the in utero transports of the mothers those who are at risk of premature delivery to be transported where there is a good neonatal care where the first golden hour of these babies can be managed because if they lose this period there's a lot of concerns with their future outcomes the possibility the risk of bleeding in the brain and the many other risk factors related to the lung maturity and all a lot depends upon this golden hour so once this initial care is taken care of, after that, these babies are shifted to the NICU, that is a neonatal intensive care unit, which we call as newborn nurseries. And um, as you said, uh, uh, the gradation of the care depends upon the prematurity, how premature the baby is and how small is the baby is. So the babies, those who are extremely low birth weight babies, those who are even less than one kilo babies, and those who are extreme premature, less than 28 weeks babies, would be needing a little higher end care and a little more longer care in the NICUs. The babies, those who are a little more bigger, like when I talk about late premature babies, those who are between 34 to 36 weeks, maybe an initial care of four to five days in the intensive care unit, and then um, doing the transition with the mother in the hospital can take care. So lot of care and the stay in the hospital depends upon their prematurity as well as the birth weight with which they are born. But for uniformly every premature baby, the first golden hour is very important and the initial antenatal period where the mother is taken care of. Yeah, thank you. So uh, Dr. Bijianan, would you like to add anything or, uh, you know, probably tell that as we know that preterm babies, like Dr. Natasha said, are born with immature lungs. They have a more fragile GI system. So uh, how likely is it that extremely premature babies uh, with birth weight less than one kg are likely to survive in India? Yeah. So as uh, Dr. Natasha nicely uh, mentioned, that every preterm baby needs extra care and special care. But the level of care varies depending upon what is the birth weight of the baby. The major chunk of these preterm babies are over one kilo who are looked after very regularly and uh, they need to be kept warm and they need to be fed untimely. The sugars are maintained and the key thing is prevent infection. So, and, but when you talk about less than one kilo babies, it's an entirely different care. And uh, they need a very, uh, very um, um, comprehensive, uh, intensive care where you have both technical as well as human resources uh, to look after these babies. And if you ask me, uh, are those facilities available in India? Yes, they are. But are they universally available? The answer is no. The facilities are variable. 
patchy depending upon where you are asking and which facility you have and um, do they do they survive yes they do survive and provided they get the right care at the right place with the right team so and it is variable and you can't blame anybody for this situation the sheer magnitude of the need of those resources are very high so but there are places exist very much uh, in our country where these extremely low birth weight babies can be looked after uh, ranging from private sector public private partnership sectors and also private uh, sorry uh, government or some of the government institutes thank you so much so it means it it uh, actually needs a multidisciplinary team and more than just a team effort in taking care of such uh, low birth weight babies that's right that's absolutely right so uh, when the babies are kept in the nicu they are separated from the mother uh, the babies are in the incubator and then uh, breastfeeding is difficult because baby the baby's can't suck the baby's not in a, a condition to take milk so how important is breast milk for a premature baby natasha do you want to uh, answer this question yeah i think uh, the most important thing and the best thing which any parents can do for uh, these babies who are born premature is the breastfeeding because breastfeeding is really really important in all aspects it's not only helps in their growth but also helps in the immunity and the neurodevelopmental outcome of these premature babies so there are different aspects of breastfeeding which we take care when the baby is going to be born premature as i mentioned earlier right from the antenatal period we start counseling of these mothers those who are going to be born premature about that breastfeeding is possible for prematurity they don't have to worry even if a baby is born just 500 grams the mother is going to produce an equal amount of milk that is one thing reassurance which has to be given to the mother the only thing which is different from the babies who are born premature and full term babies is they cannot directly breastfeed from the mom so they have to express the milk so we start our training right in the antenatal period about how to express the milk we share the videos of milk expression we share the leaflets for their information so they start expressing the milk right from the antenatal period as well we can start uh, stimulating the breast right from the antenatal period and as soon as the babies are delivered the first hour the golden hour of management of the newborn care includes the first colostrum it might be just one or two drops but it is such a rich source of antibodies that it has to be given to the premature babies so we continue this care of breastfeeding throughout the nicu stay where we uh, where we um, uh, support the mothers for uh, exclusive breastfeeding frequent milk expressions uh, giving them a separate room uh, making the breast pumps available to the mother making sure that there is a team of lactation consultants and lactation nurses who are supporting sending them reminders about the breastfeeding sending them reminders about the timing of the breastfeeding all those things are a part and parcel of premature care because there is no point there is no question of giving any kind of formula feeds or top feeds for these uh, breastfed babies for these premature babies because this can be really harmful for these babies right from first hour of life we promote the breastfeeding and it is very much possible yeah dr vijayanand so uh, sometimes maybe a mother won't get breast milk 
so what should be done then? And if even if the mother gets breast milk, is it nutritious enough for the baby? Is what sometimes a parent might ask. So yeah. what do you suggest them? So uh, as Dr. Natasha very rightly said, she mm -hmm. said there's no question of formula. She said mm -hmm. the mother is the best. And mm -hmm. absolutely I agree with her. And one amazing thing about the nature and the human breast milk is mm -hmm. baby specific. And this mother makes a unique milk for that particular baby, which has not only nutritious elements, but also elements which protect the baby from the infection and make the baby more stronger. And there are live cells which keep changing. And the baby has a particular problem and it's amazing how it is. So it's very important that you make every attempt to get that mother milk to reach this baby. So, and the, do the parents get the question, is it nutritious enough? Of, of course they do. That's why as Dr. Natasha said, our work should start, when I say our, the perinatal team works, obstetrician and the pediatric and neonatal team from right before the baby is being born, the moment you got a, a anticipation that a potential preterm delivery may happen, you should be talking equally about the breastfeeding and breast milk as we talk about breathing support and various intensive care supports. And if at all you are referring that um, if by whatever the reason, mother can't give her own milk, milk or not able to make, and what is the alternative? then the answer is a pasteurized donor human milk. But I would rather request Dr. Natasha uh, to answer that question because she's the lead consultant for the, our human milk bank. Yeah, so actually my next question was about uh, milk donor bank. So rightly Dr. Vijayana leaded the way to that. Yeah, so Dr. Natasha. So I would say it's uh, the God has given uh, us uh, one of uh, this thing that lot of mothers come up to help other mothers is what I would say. So this has been going on from uh, ancient times where uh, we talk about the wet nursing, where the mothers, when the one mother is not there or uh, has got some severe illness or something, the other mothers used to feed this baby. So this concept starting from those ancient time and now we have got uh, human milk banks which are available, which uh, from where we actually get the expressed milk or donate donation of the milk from the other mothers. So those who are lactating mothers. Usually we take the mothers, those who are uh, uh, doing healthy and we do their screening uh, before ex before taking the donations from them, their basic screening reports. If those are all fine, they express the milk, they donate the milk. The milk is usually taken to the milk bank where we actually pasteurize the milk. After pasteurization also, uh, we actually do the culture of that milk before giving it to the baby. So as far as the infection part is concerned, it is an absolutely safe milk available. And if you really ask me, if for some reason breastfeeding is not available for various reasons, the second best milk which is available for this premature baby is pasteurized donor human milk. 
So nowadays, what has happened in neonatology, the science has advanced so much that most of the hospital have started working onto the human milk bank because I would say it has become a part and parcel of the nursery, which takes care of especially extremely low birth weight babies, those who are less than one kilo baby. It is the need of an hour at this stage because we cannot rely on any kind of formula feeds or any products which are available in the market to feed these babies. There might be a question about the nutritional component of this milk. I would say, yes, it is not comparable to the mother's own milk, uh, but at least it is hypoallergic and less source of infection. And definitely nutritionally, it can be taken care of by adding little more nutritional supplements as we do it even for the mother's own milk. The best thing over here is uh, uh, when we take the mother's milk, so there might be a mother who is lactating for one month or who is lactating from even nine months. So we pool this milk. So when we pool this milk, the nutritional components or the proteins, the carbohydrates, which are available in the first three months of lactating mother gets combined. So that gives a nutritionally adequate amount of nutrition for these premature babies. And a lot of this milk is also taken from the premature mothers also. So we encourage these mother, even few ml, 5 ml, 10 ml of milk donated becomes liters and liters of milk at the end. And uh, that's how the donor human milk is being processed and is being used for these extremely low birth weight babies. Yeah. So this is so reassuring for mothers, mothers who are worried regarding breast milk and premature uh, babies. So breast milk is nutritious enough. There's no doubt whether you would be able to produce a good amount of uh, quantity of breast milk. And for certain reason, even if you're not able to produce, there is definitely help. Donor Milk donor banks are available where you would be able to get a very close substitute to your breast milk. So again, rightly said, women supporting women. So even, you know, I would request mothers who are lactating well to go ahead and uh, donate their milk so definitely every drop of milk is also important in premature uh, babies so parents also want to take part in baby care when the baby is in icu uh, so because they would be anxious, they would also have their stress levels, babies being there in the ICU, and they do not get too much time to bond with the baby. So how would you suggest uh, them to you know, uh, relieve their anxiety or help them in being a part of baby care in the ICU? So Dr. Vijayanand, uh, yeah. would you so, like to answer this question? So how do we help the parents to take out their anxiety? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a very uh, important and a very good question. So see, the, every human is full of emotions. So we get upset and uh, whenever things go the way we expect. So preterm delivery and preterm baby is not the usual expectation for a pregnant family, for a pregnant mother. Mm -hmm. So it is emotionally very uh, stressful and the parent can become very anxious. And uh, if, especially if the babies are sick, and the, the key is to just talk. And the, the most important interactions humans should do is talking to each other. And in a professional capacity, you have a responsibility that you need to be able to make them understand in a simple way why baby is in the nursery, and, and also what sort of need baby is needing and you tell them how the baby is and you also give them a hope that what will eventually happen and you tell the story of the previous baby 
how they have done well. And the another key element I would say involved in the family in the care of babies, what we call family-centric care. So, for say, for example, I can share my experience as a as a parent of a premature mm -hmm. baby who was 32 weeker and he was 1.5 kilo. I was allowed to uh, change his nappy. I was allowed to uh, oh, uh, yeah feed him and so on. That will give a sense of uh, uh, relief that oh I can do something about my baby. And for example, as Dr. Natasha earlier mentioned, and for mothers, so giving that precious drops of uh, mother milk is very important. And that sense of inclusiveness and uh, uh, sense of being providing care for their baby, at the same time, the most important thing whenever we have a conversation is listening. So listen to them and listen to them what their anxieties are, listen to them why they are going to go. And also, uh, you need to be have a uh, wider non-judgmental approach that there might be something else going on in their families because it's a very stressful situation. So having conversations open, listening to them, including them, and also some of the, uh, it's, it's in India, it's not very established, but there are um, support groups which might talk to them. One of the, you, you might have observed, even Dr. Nitasha and yourself, that these parents talk to each other when they are waiting for their counseling and where they're coming to see their babies. So you need to identify some of the support groups where that family as well. So where you can talk to each other. And some units I worked abroad would have a social worker uh, or would have a counselor where they can talk to. And uh, so the, these are the various ways you can allay their anxiety and make them feel better. Yeah, it's always better to talk to people who are traveling in the same boat because you have your own difficulties and you would share that bond and it uh, uh, definitely relieves the stress what a parent is going through. Thank Hello. you. Yeah. So Natasha, how about kangaroo care for premature babies? Uh, how would you advise that to parents? So uh, kangaroo mother care is something which is uh, just giving a natural feel to a premature baby. So what is natural is as soon as the baby is born, that baby is handed over to the mother. Mother starts breastfeeding, mother holds the baby and mother takes care of everything. But what happens in the prematurity, we have to separate the baby and the mother. So mother is brought to the NICU where it is baby is kept either under the warmer or inside the incubator in the box and then is taken care of. So what kangaroo mother care does is as soon as the baby gets stability to some extent where the baby is not on any heart medications, any blood pressure medications and on a basic ventilator also, we start giving the baby to be held onto the mother's chest. So mother wears a loose cloth and we hold, we make the baby to be held over the baby's over the mother's chest. Baby crawls over the mother's chest. It has got innumerable benefits over there. So it not only helps the mother in increasing the milk feeds, uh, it stimulates the hormones, which creates a lot of positivity in the mother. It helps the mother in getting more and more reassuring and more and more positive. Coming to the baby, it has got a huge benefits. It not only helps baby in getting the reflexes better, all the neonatal reflexes getting better, but also helps the baby in having a much better neurodevelopmental outcome. The baby, the baby touches the mother, the touch sensations get better, the baby smells the mother, 
the smell sensations get better and baby also hears to the mother listens to the mother so whenever mother is very close to the baby any mother would talk something so they 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 get much better in terms of the hearing they start looking around much better so all these sensations they are very very uh, scientifically proven things so KMC has got a huge science behind it and it really improves the neurodevelopmental outcomes for the premature babies. And it is actually recommended right from the few days of the birth once the baby is a basic stabilization is achieved. It does not matter how low that we can even start the kangaroo mother care in a baby who is as small as 800 to 850 grams also. And I would recommend that even the kangaroo mother care should be given at home as well. Till your baby is two and a half to three kgs, kangaroo mother care can be actually continued. Yeah, so definitely everyone, all pediatricians would advise uh, mother, father, parents, any caregiver to definitely go ahead and give kangaroo care because that helps in bonding and it has great advantages both for the baby as well as for the mother. So thank you so much. We'll summarize the part one of the episode of prematurity. So it was wonderful talking with you uh, regarding premature births, premature baby, why does it happen, about the importance of breast milk in premature birth and taking care of the baby with the uh, in the NICU through kangaroo mother care, getting yourself involved and the importance of support groups and talking to other people. Thank you so much. In the next part two session, we would be talking about follow-up of the NICU baby, uh, the growth monitoring and other aspects. Yeah, thank you, dear listeners. And we would see you in the part two session of premature uh, day awareness.